0: Hi, you are listening to All Law, and audio series by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan Attorneys, a leading Indian law firm. At the firm, we are proud to design practical legal solutions for our clients by combining legal knowledge with extensive industry and technology experience. This podcast series is a part of a knowledge sharing initiative where we discuss notable legal developments and analyze their business implications. My name is Anshita Khandelwal and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, we will be discussing use non-preferential rules of origin, a tool for determining origin of goods and promote fair trade. But before deeply exploring further into this topic, let's first decode and clarify what it entails. Recently, it is seen that EU has been focusing on strengthening its non-preferential rules of origin by prescribing tighter norms for the determination of origin of goods. These rules are enforced by the custom authorities at the border, thereby ensuring origin is properly declared in the entry documents filed before the custom authorities for all regulatory purpose and duties, including trade remedial duties, are appropriately paid by the importers. Now, to get more on this topic, we have Mr. Arpit Mehra. Hi Arpit, how are you?
1: Hi Anshita, I am doing well. How are you?
0: I am fine Arpit. So, Arpit, what is the meaning of rules of origin and why is it important?
1: So Anshita, rules of origins are guidelines that establish the economic nationality of a product. These rules are essential for ascertaining the true origin of the goods that are being imported into a country. Their primary purpose is to ensure the correct enforcement of trade policies, agreements, and imposition of appropriate trade tariffs vis-à-vis the country of origin of the goods. So there are two types of rules of origin. Preferential Rules of Origin and Non-Preferential Rules of Origin. Preferential Rules of Origin determines whether the goods are eligible for preferential treatment under the trade agreements such as reduced tariffs or duty-free access. Preferential Rules encourage trade between partner countries by offering advantages to goods originating from them. And now, Non-Preferential Rules determine the origin of goods from the country which are not part of any trade agreements. These rules are used for statistical analysis, labelling requirements, and compliance with regulations, including trade remedial measures.
0: Okay, and what are non-preferential rules of origin?
1: So, non-preferential rules of origin are guidelines that help identify the country in which a product is produced. The primary criteria is substantial transformation which evaluates whether the processing or manufacturing in a specific country has changed the nature of the product significantly. This assessment aids in identifying the country of origin when multiple components or stages of production are involved. This means that if a product undergoes a significant change in its form or nature due to processing manufacturing in a specific country, it is considered to originate from that country. The EU is now increasingly using the non-preferential rules of origin to serve as a crucial instrument in preventing circumvention of trade remedial measures and ensuring the integrity of the origin of the product. In case where a product from a specific country is subject to either anti-dumping measures or countervailing measures, the non-preferential rules of origin now being used as a tool to identify the true origin of goods entering the EU market and to enforce appropriate measures.
0: Understood, but how is origin of good determined under the non-preferential rules of origin in the EU?
1: Anshita, to determine the non-preferential origin of a product, two situations may arise. These two situations, which must be distinguished, are wholly obtained products. If only one country is involved in producing a good, the wholly obtained concept will be applied. In practice, this is mostly restricted to the products obtained in their natural state and the products that are derived from wholly obtained products. Second, products which have undergone a last substantial transformation. So if there are two or more countries that are involved in the production of the product and its components, the concept of last substantial transformation would determine the origin of goods. Further, product specific rules have been laid down by the EU to determine the criteria to be fulfilled and the operations to be carried out on specific products in the country of last production to confer the origin on that said product. For the goods, where product-specific rules have not been laid down by the EU, the origin is determined on a case-by-case basis by evaluating the processes or operations carried out for components or raw materials and on the final product under the last substantial processing or working test.
0: Thanks, Arpit. Please also tell our audience about the key components of the EU under the non-preferential rules of origin.
1: So the key components of the non-preferential rules of origin include substantial transformation criteria wherein the concept of determining the origin of the product is fundamental. This criteria assesses whether the processing or manufacturing conducted in the exporting country has significantly altered the product. If a substantial transformation has occurred, the product is deemed to originate from that country. Accurate documentation. Exporters are required to provide comprehensive documentation detailing the production process, materials used, and the country of origin. This documentation enables authorities to verify the authenticity of the claimed origin and detect any attempts to misdeclare the origin. Third, traceability in supply chains. The non-preferential rules emphasize the importance of traceability in complex supply chains. Every stage of production and processing must be accounted for, ensuring that the origin is accurately determined based on the prescribed criteria under the rules.
0: Moving further, What is the role of non-preferential rules of origin in preventing circumvention of trade remedial duties?
1: Anshita, circumvention refers to the act of exploiting loopholes in trade rules to gain an unfair advantage, often by misrepresenting the origin of goods. By this way, it can undermine the effectiveness of trade remedial measures by allowing goods to enter the EU market without appropriate duty. When a company starts exporting certain goods to the EU, a situation may arise wherein increase in export of those goods from a particular country may attract attention of the EU authorities and the EU domestic industries. This may consequently lead to initiation of an anti-circumvention investigation which may be initiated suomoto or pursuant to an application filed by the domestic industry in the EU. Traditionally, anti-circumvention provisions under the EU are meant to deal with misdeclaration of origin to avoid payment of trade remedial duties. However, the EU recognizes that conducting an anti-circumvention investigation is a cumbersome process leading to duty evasions for goods imported into the EU. Hence, the EU is now increasingly using the non-preferential rules of origin to serve as a crucial border mechanism to prevent non-payment of trade remedial duties in place in the EU and ensuring the integrity of the declared goods of the product. In case where a product from a specific country is subject to either anti-dumping measures or countervailing measures, The non-preferential rules of origin are used as a tool to identify the true origin of goods entering the EU market to enforce these measures.
0: Okay, and is there any example of how the EU is using non-preferential rules of origin in preventing circumvention of trade remedial duties?
1: There have been anti-dumping duties which have been imposed by the EU on on imports of bicycles from China since 1993. There have been multiple reviews of the duties as well as multiple anti-circumvention investigations that were conducted to stop evasion of anti-dumping duties imposed. By way of anti-circumvention investigations, the EU has imposed anti-dumping duty on imports of bicycles originating in China to import of certain bicycle parts From China. Similarly, by way of anti circumvention investigations, the EU has also extended the anti dumping duty imposed on imports of bicycles originating in China to imports of bicycles consigned from Indonesia, Malaysia, Sri Lanka, Tunisia, Cambodia, Pakistan, and the Philippines, whether declared as originating in those countries or not. Pursuant to such detailed anti-circumvention investigations to restrict circumvention, the European Commission laid out product-specific non-preferential rules of origin for bicycles imported into the EU. The product-specific rules prescribe two primary rules which are to be tested to decide the origin of the goods exported into the EU. First, change in tariff heading except if the bicycle is made from parts or components listed in 8714 or 45% value added rule. Similarly, there is an existing anti-dumping duty and countervailing duty applicable on exports of e-bikes from China to EU. The anti-dumping duty and countervailing duty are applicable till 19th January 24. The European Commission very recently in 2020 laid out product-specific non-preferential rules of origins for e-bikes imported into the EU. There are similar primary rules that have been listed out to decide the origin of the goods exported into EU. First, there should be a change in tariff heading except if the bicycles are made from products listed in custom heading 8501, 8507 and 8714 or the 45% value-added rule. By imposing such stringent, non-preferential rules of origin on imports of bicycles and e-bikes into the EU, the European Commission has tried to restrict circumvention of existing trade remedy measures imposed against China.
0: Continuing that, Are there any challenges faced by the exporters in complying with these rules of origin?
1: Determining the origin of some products can be complex, particularly in cases where raw materials are sourced from different countries and undergo various stages of processing before being assembled into a final product. Additionally, the globalization of supply chains has made it necessary to accurately trace the origin of each component. While the concept of substantial transformation serves as the foundation, applying EU rules of origins can be complex due to the intricacies of modern supply chains. Products often comprise components from various countries requiring careful examination of each processing stage to ascertain the true origin. This complexity underscores the importance of thorough documentation and accurate record-keeping. Enforcement of rules of origin relies on comprehensive documentation, including certificates of origin, supplier declarations, and records of production processes.
0: And that marks the end of this episode. Thanks a lot, Arpit, for sharing valuable insights on this topic. I hope you have enjoyed this discussion.
1: Absolutely, Anshita. I really enjoyed our discussion.
0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to this series. We would love your feedback, comments and question about this episode. You can also write to us at podcast at the rate to know more. For future episodes, you can also suggest topics you'd like to hear more about. Check out our website www.lakshmishri.com linked in the episode description below to keep abreast of relevant legal updates before you join us next week.